the Beauty Inspires Beauty Podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Bergio, and I'm super excited to bring this guest on today. Her name is Andrea, and she is one of my favorite people that I admire from afar, but we got to meet in, like I always mention, one of our networking groups, but it was Fast Foundations Mastermind um, a couple rounds ago. And I want to just tell you about Andrea because she, like, her bio is great, and I'm going to read it to you because you got to hear all the things. But really who she is at the core is just this most, like, soft-spoken, but get shit done, really wants to help people. Girl's girl, who I feel like, like if you ever needed somebody in your corner, you could call her, text her, and she would just totally have your back. So Andrea, first of all, welcome to the show. Thank you. Super excited to be here. Yay. And how cute is her hair? If you guys haven't like watched some of our videos, you got to, you got to peep her. But Andrea Wise is an entrepreneur and wellness expert with over 19 years of experience. Although health and wellness is at Andrea's core, Strategy, systems, and business operations stole her heart. Supporting other business owners behind the scenes so they can scale and experience freedom has been a dream come true. Andrea is an avid problem solver who offers all the details. Genuine support, thoughtful, customized options, and an impressive network. She thrives on delivering exceptional results and goes above and beyond to make a difference in people's lives and business. Just like I said, she made a difference in my life and I couldn't wait to have her on the show. And I feel like I had so many like, industry people in the first like 20, 30 episodes that I got to share with everybody because I was so industry focused because I started this podcast, like in the middle of the pandemic when we were in lockdown. And now I'm getting to like expand and talk to more people in my network who can bring insight into the the beauty industry that we never really had access to before online marketing, online, all the things. So tell us a little bit about how you got into this business, because I know you come from a fitness background like me too. So Talk us through that. And like, I just, the passion when you talk about what you do with your clients just always oozes out like on social media. So I know anyone who's worked with you is like better for knowing you. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for that. So basically, you know, I did start in the health and wellness industry and I'm so grateful for that because it's really given me the foundation for how to, you know, run a business. And there's so many different nuances in, you know, business operations when it comes to business strategy and kind of all of the business foundations, all of the basics. People want to, you know, focus on all of the things that are really, you know, maybe like uh, glittery or like the hottest, newest, coolest thing. But really, when you think about successful businesses, it really comes down to can they do the business basics well? And the thing that's super cool about that, whether it's in the fitness industry or the beauty industry or a product-based business, all of the principles are very, very similar. So it doesn't matter what vertical, right? It's about client acquisition. It's about showing up and serving your people. It's about um, really just streamlining everything and helping the person who has the vision be able to do what they do best and kind of figure out a way to help them, you know, either offload or delegate or automate some of these other things that are necessary in businesses. And that's going to look different for every single person, but at the core of it, things are very, very similar. So it's been really, really cool for me to be able to work with a lot of different humans in a lot of different spaces and, um, you know, just see them kind of grow and, and scale and be able to do more of what they really want to do at the core of their business. Seriously, like 
when you, when you put it like that, it's, it's so funny because I now working with, you know, as a support coach for that mastermind we were in and just hearing about all of the ways that people spend time on things that they think are really important, like the glittery stuff. Well, that is kind of the fun stuff, like your brand, your logo and your colors and the aesthetic of your Instagram and, you know, photo shoots and all that kind of stuff. And I, I like live for that kind of stuff. But on the other hand, the back end to start something the right way is skipped over so many times because I think for me, what I see is people maybe don't think things are going to be as big as they turn out to be, or they start in a, a more of a small mindset frame, not in a bad way, but just know, like, I'm going to try this and see if it works versus I'm going to go all in, invest early, do the things, get into the systems, you know, get those, the MailChimp and all the things that you need in order to like hold the backend system together so that you don't have to redo it later. But, um, you know, the way that you're able to take someone's like year long goal of where they want to be and break that down is like, I think a true genius. So tell us a little bit more about your background too, in the sense of like, how did you go from where you were into like becoming so passionate about helping people like see their dreams to fruition? Cause I think like, that's really so special and magical. And like, you could have your own like thriving separate, whatever business that you wanted, but you choose to help coach other people through the sticky stuff. Yeah. So, you know, it's interesting because I worked, uh, you know, I worked one-on-one in the fitness industry for a long time and then was, you know, at a very young age kind of thrown into leadership and managing and growing and scaling a team and managing multiple locations. And, you know, that's a very different skill set than working with people one-on-one. But when you can figure out, you know, how to lead and what's important to individuals either on your team and or the people that you're working with, it allows you uh, a little bit more insight on, you know, how to help them with their vision, right? So if you're talking about someone who has an aesthetic or a weight loss goal, or they want to live a healthier lifestyle, you know, that's their vision. And then as you start to peel back the layers, you can understand what's important to them and maybe how to motivate them or get them to do the things. And the most important piece is doing the things consistently <laughs> over a long period of time. It doesn't matter if you do it for just a little bit, it's not going to work and you're not going to have the outcome that you would like, whether it's in health and fitness or in business, right? It's a bunch of little sprints or you know, more so you're playing the long game. And really just understanding that things happen in phases. So you had brought up, you know, setting up your business systems and making sure that you don't have to do it over again, right? So for some people, I'm always, um, I'm always an advocate for making sure that I listen to what it is that they want and then give them, you know, kind of the best option. I want them to be able to be generating revenue before they invest a bunch of money into certain things that maybe don't matter as much. Um, And there's a fine line between that, you know, because when we invest in ourselves, we speed up uh, or collapse, I should say we collapse time right? So time is our most valuable asset. So sure, you can Google all the things and figure it out on your own, but how long is that going to take you? Is it going to take you a year? Well, if you invested in yourself and you could collapse time, you know, could you get something done in a quarter? 
most likely, yes. <laughs> you know, you and I know that very, very well. So, you know, being able to take educated risks on that front and then understanding that once you build your business to a certain level, there's always going to be different growing pains, right? We talk about this with some of our mentors, you know, that are doing seven, eight <laughs> figures, you know, they're going through some of the same growing pains that people who are trying to get to 10K months are going through, right? Different problems, different levels, but you can only kind of plan for. And once you re reach a certain threshold or benchmark, then it's like, okay, I now need to reinvest some more money into here and, you know, fix these things so that I can scale to here. So the growing and the scaling, you know, continues to happen at different levels and you just have to be open, like open to that um, and know that as things change, because, you know, think about it in the last two, you know, year and a half, two years with the pandemic and all of these things, a bunch of brick and mortar businesses, you had one, I had one, a lot of them are no longer. Now some of them are coming back. Now people have more freedom and flexibility to work from online and work from anywhere. So you have to be able to be fluid um, and take calculated risks that again, are in alignment with, with your vision. Totally. I mean, so many good things that you touched on there and it's, it's, you know, if you guys are in the beauty industry that are listening, if you are, are listening closely, you can find yourself in all the things that she talks about, whether you're a solace suite owner, whether you're an independent service provider, whether you're a salon owner, med spa owner, someone's thinking about owning, wants to step out into that leadership role. Um, it, it looks so different. And I can speak on that from being behind the chair, working for somebody else, technically, like I had my own business when I was a renter for 10 plus years. But then when I moved into owning, you know, it's a completely different beast and to own and still be a service provider in your own salon space is also a beast because you have to play multiple roles. You're one of them, but then you're also the leader of the pack and you're the one setting the example and, you know, kind of paving the way. And what I've seen a struggle for some owners is they, they are so rigid with how they want certain things to be yet so flexible and fluid with clients. It's like you morph into who your clients need you to be each and every hair appointment or service appointment. But why don't we give that same grace to having 15 different stylists or assistants or people that work for you in the salon space? It's like, you've got to, you've got to have that give and take and fluidity to like match what energy they have so that they can thrive in your space that you've created. Um, and I see then, you know, salons trying to do the same thing that they've always done. And like you said, you've got to grow with the times and what's needed and what's the next way that you can grow and scale and support your staff or grow your business. But you're also right in the sense that a lot of salons, we had, I, I think at one time I had heard over like 35 salons in San Diego alone had closed. Oh, wow. Yeah. So that displaced so many people. And, you know, so many people went into ownership for their own, whether it was in a, a solo suite or maybe they were commissioned somewhere else and now they're renting a chair somewhere. So it's like, this can be relatable to all of you guys who are independent business owners, accidental entrepreneurs is like my favorite word, <laughs> something yeah. earlier about, um, making decisions, just like shit, you said something so good. Anyways, I'll have to go back and, and pull it out, but you know, making the decisions based on where you want to be, not where you currently are is really difficult for a lot of people. And, yes. you know, myself included, it's like, I know where I want to go. I see the vision, but like, I need to know like what's around the corner and what to expect. And so it's really hard to like calculated decisions. I think you like educated, calculated next step decisions based off of research or based off of like, you know, being in the know, not just guessing and throwing shit at the wall. Um, mm -hmm. 
So, mm-hmm. so what are some really important, like things that you've noticed in, in working with people when they're trying to like create that vision and they're trying to create that roadmap for, for the year, or let's say six months or whatever, even just figuring out the next steps. Um, what does working with you look like and how do you get that out of people so that you can then help them map that out? So a lot of it has to do with clarity and clarity comes with asking lots of questions because you as more of a visionary and a creative, you have all of these ideas and all of these things in your brain and you probably rarely put them out on paper, you know, but if you were going to drive from San Diego to Florida, there's a million different ways that you could get there. Right. But once you kind of put some things on paper and you have a pseudo roadmap, it allows you, you know, to say, okay, I'm really clear about this. These are kind of non-negotiables for me. Um, These are priorities for me. And you can really see if it's in alignment. You know, uh, just did some 2022 planning with people and I'm always like, okay, what's your magic number? You know, what revenue number do you want to hit for 2022? Okay, now let's work backward. What's in your product suite? You know, let's take a look at maybe your signature one or two offers. What's that pricing look like? Now let's break it down. What does it look like for you to actually reach this number? Is it in alignment? Is it attainable based on how much you want to work? You know, are you feeling burnt out right now? And so you could get to that number, but you're really starting to see that you need some support and some things in your business need to shift. Right. So those are kind of the, um, you know, hard conversations or like the, you know, topics where it's like, okay, you say you want this, but is it in alignment? And if it is great, let's figure out how to get you there. If it's not, how can we tweak it so that it's more in alignment with your vision and what you want your life to look like, you know, because you went through the transition, you know, being behind the chair, seeing people trading time for money all, you know, all the time. And so to make that transition from that to what you're doing now, you, you couldn't really see that because you had never been there before. So working with someone who has been able to help people make those transitions to be able to see, okay, maybe we just need to tweak a couple things here with your revenue. Like these are some other options then it seems much more doable. Totally. Yeah. And it's, it's wild because like, as you're saying this, I'm literally thinking of like friends that are in corporate people that are obviously in my industry that, that came out of the pandemic feeling like I can't go back to doing what I was doing, but clearly mm-hmm. make up for lost revenue. How do I make more money doing less? But also it's not that people, what I found is it's not that people don't want to work you know, no. not anymore. I feel like people want to work, but they, they want to know that what they're doing is moving the needle. And for me, when I transitioned from being behind the chair so much, I always got in my own way because I felt like if it was a lateral move, even like income wise, it wasn't the right move. And I never gave myself the grace to like, okay, you got to start over in the game over here. Like give yourself a little runway, like keep one foot in the door over here, still do the clients that you love, raise your prices significantly build your day around your favorite stuff. Like, so go to the gym, like, like Andrea said, map it out to what's going to support you so that I was able to still do this whole last year. I do one, maybe two days a week behind the chair, raise my prices significantly. So the energy matches, like I leave every day. Yes. Tired, but like also happy because the pocket uh-huh. and clients are happy to pay that because they know that like I'm doing other things and they're they're They made the cut. 
So it's like establishing myself as an expert there while also growing a second business. Um, I recognize my second business has grown a lot slower than what I had wanted it to, but I felt supported this whole time. And I feel confident that like I didn't rush anything and, you know, everyone's at a different place in their business. But even, even when you're mentioning like getting the support you need, that could look like a million different things. Do you need an assistant? Do you need a housekeeper? Do you need someone to go your groceries? Do you need a nanny to pick your kids up from school? So you could work two extra hours on this new side hustle or new business that you're creating. Um, my girlfriend who she's single, actually now I'm thinking my cousin actually kept popping up for me. My cousin is like a high, like corporate, like uh, finance accountant person. And I mean, she's got all the things and she's always stressed out and tired. And I'm like, you have enough money to like bring somebody in to help you and like order food and like take yourself on a trip. But she's so stuck in the like work, work, work. Like she never, and she listens to this podcast all the time. Amy, I'm talking to you. Um, you know, I'm like, I could just envision her life being so much more grand if she would allow herself to like give herself that support and help in other ways versus thinking she just had to strong arm it. But that's like our family. That's how we were raised. It was like, grind till you die. Yeah. And you know, that's, that's one of the things, right. We are oftentimes so stuck in how we think it should be. Right. And we don't give ourselves permission to make a different way. And so what I love being able to do is talk about someone's vision, understand what's working for them, what's not working for them and then problem solve, you know, because anything, anything's possible, (laughs) you know, you just have to come up with a way to get there. And it has to be something that, you know, that feels good. And again, sometimes it happens in stages, right? You can't go from working, you know, 60 hours a week to 20 hours a week, but you can in stages eventually, you know, so showing people that, okay, this is what we're going to work on, you know, this month, and this is going to be the focus. And if it isn't in this little bucket or in this little box, then it's a no, right? Because that's how we're going to go further faster. And then we focus on, you know, the next thing on the second month, right? Or whatever that looks like for, you know, the specific individual, but you have to make those focused, um, those focused efforts, right? And having the support and accountability to be like, nope, 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 that's, that's not important. Remember, you said you wanted this, it's just that little like redirect and that little, that little nudge. And then it's one step forward, another step forward. And then before you know it, you know, you're making progress and hitting those, hitting those specific goals. Well, what you said earlier about like asking someone what their revenue goals are, because I think most of us are driven by creating more wealth in our life, creating more opportunity, creating time freedom, which needs to come from bringing in more income so that you can have that freedom to do what you want. So like clarity stuck out was one of the things you talked about. Cause I struggled with that massively in the beginning, because I thought when I was leaving behind the chair, I thought I needed to leave the industry. I thought I needed to like go branch out and be somebody else. And like, I don't know, be the next Tony Robin, Oprah. Group, <laughs> right. And I quickly realized like, I could still do all of those kind of things, but serve my industry because like the level of knowingness that I have for what, where they've been from day one to 20 years in, like I mm-hmm. could walk away from, from that. And I think that took some time for me to kind of wrap my head around. And when you talk about revenue goals, it's like, yeah, I knew if I wanted to be a two, $300,000 a year stylist, I could do that. But the level of which I was going to have to show up in the salon and travel and all of that, like that didn't feel in alignment. And so I love that you mentioned that because I think we, we throw these numbers out and think 
like we're doing something wrong because we can't hit them. Or we think we see other people making more money in our industry, what could be any of the industries that you're in. And you feel like you're not doing it right. Like, how are they doing all these things? But I think what, what I'm finding more and more people are doing is they're diversifying how they're making money. They're diversifying their income. They're not just one thing. But I think for so long, we were taught focus on one thing and that's all you should do. But what I will say to that, and I wonder if you'll agree, like obviously focus on one thing until it's running like a smooth, well-oiled machine, like my behind the chair business. And then you can create some space for something else because this doesn't take brain space anymore. The salon stuff, like that's, I already built that and it's operating. Uh I don't have to like put much time and effort into it. I just show up, do the work and collect. And so when you're building something new, like she's saying, you need to be putting that consistent effort in and saying no to things that aren't going to support that goal. And it's not no forever. Like you could actually, you know, switch things up, but we're in such a culture right now. Any of you younger people listening, I know a lot of us older people feel the same way, but it's like want shit done now. And we want to be successful yesterday. And we're like, (laughs) you know, it's wild. I heard the other day, if you're not making $200,000 a year in San Diego, you're fucking poor. And I'm like, ouch, that's harsh. Like, and poor meaning like you're probably just getting by. Um, And so if you're making less than that, I, I mean, it's, it's no wonder that things seem expensive and it's a struggle. And, and, and it's not to say that you can't get to the income goal you want, but it's like being able to have a conversation with somebody who can help you map out what are your strengths, what lights you up, what gets you excited to like talk about. Um, and that's really what I feel like you're really good at is helping people explore even the idea of what else they could create. And then, Mm -hmm. and then once you've got that little bubble of like an idea for someone like me, then taking that like, oh, that sounds amazing. And then like, then, then a person like me is going to go pick out colors and graphics and schedule the photo shoot. And he's like, cool, but how are you going to build your business? Exactly. Exactly. Because at a super simple level, right. You just need to be able to take payment and provide said service. Correct. Right. And then you're generating revenue. Um, that's super, super simple, but at, you know, at the end of the day, that's really all that all is all that matters. You know, when you're just starting out, you don't need to have crazy branding. You don't need to have a fancy website. You don't need to do the photo shoots, you know, all that stuff is super cool. And I love doing that stuff too. But when you're just starting out, that isn't what you have to do. And I think the other thing too, that, you know, you kind of touched upon earlier is when you go through those transitions from behind the chair to diversifying to additional streams of revenue and, you know, building a side hustle or building a second or third business, you can do that much better with support and accountability. And if you have the money to invest in certain things, you can do that faster while you're still, you know, generating revenue on your other thing. But there's also an energetic identity shift that also has to happen because you just who was behind the chair as the person who was just doing that, it's not that you're all of a sudden a massively different person, but you are somewhat of a different person in the way that you show up in your other businesses. And you had to become something different than just what you were when you were behind the chair. And, you know, those are other pieces that people don't necessarily always take into consideration and don't give themselves grace and permission that, you know, you're kind of going into uncharted territory. You don't really know what that's going to look like or how that's going to feel and what's going to come up for you in terms of imposter syndrome or, you know, some of these like energetic blocks and whatnot. Speak on that some more because (laughs) it's huge. And we both have seen that be so detrimental 
and suffocating to so many people when they have this calling, they know it's on their heart to create, to do, they, they probably even have the skill set and the knowledge and they put themselves in these containers and try to build something. And they're like, who am I to do this? And I don't have, I, I fought with that as well, because for one, I was like, how do I take 20 years of what I created and, and make it applicable and teachable and like structure it in a way, like, I'm not a teacher. I don't write lesson plans. I don't know how to put a program together. Like, I'm like, you know, how do I articulate in a way that's helpful and transformational and all of that kind of stuff. And so, yeah, becoming somebody I had never been before, I, I didn't give myself grace. I didn't have somebody like Andrea talking me through, walking me through um, what that was going to look like. I, I dove into a, a business mastermind that really taught us all the fundamentals. And, and I, I, I had to just get fire hose with all of this stuff and then really peel apart and work backwards um, and stay in it. Like, so many times I've thought to myself, oh, just go back to the salon. You know how to do that and go, you know, put your work in over there and stay in your box and, you know, do what people want you to do, which is hair. Because even like what I have a clientele of over two, 300 clients and my family, they're like, who's going to do my hair, you know? And I'm like, <laughs> who's going to like, you know, it was just like, nobody had my back. And when you pay for somebody to support you and to, to walk you through who really has a, you know, unattached, non-emotional to, to whatever you're, they want you to succeed. Obviously they want you to have a good experience with their coaching and have the success that you want, but it's not coming from a place of like, they don't need anything from you. And so that's what I found investing has done for me. And, and, and really like working with different coaches in the space who can do and hold space for you at different times in your, in your business as you're growing. Cause you, sometimes, you know, you need help. You just don't know what you need help with. And so yeah. talking to someone like Andrea too, who just asks you more questions and gets to the deeper root of like, Okay. Why do you keep saying you're going to do that? You're not doing it still. Like for me showing up on Facebook and like a lot of times people want to build a brand or something, but they just won't show up on social media. It's like, mm -hmm. okay, mm -hmm. well I want this, but I'm not doing that. And Hey, we can all do it our own way, but there's, there's methods and ways. Like it's not recreating the wheel, do the things that have been working for other successful people. And nine times out of 10, you're going to have similar success in your own way. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And I think the other thing too, when you surround yourself with someone who can give you the support and accountability, they're also a resource, you know? So if you are struggling with your social media or you're struggling because you need to build this course, there's people that can help you do that, right? There's people who are experts in that thing to help you get over the hump, but you don't know that unless you, unless you kind of tell someone else, cause you don't, you don't automatically know that there's people who do that, who can solve that problem for you. Right. And, and that's the thing about, you know, higher level things like masterminds and bigger groups is like, it puts you around people you wouldn't normally have conversations with. And those conversations can be the light bulb moment, the, the one sentence that shifts everything for you. And I think I had been so head down for so long, um, in my business that I, I just, I couldn't see, I couldn't see like that, that there was that possibility. And it wasn't until I got around people talking about the things I was thinking about that I was like, oh, I will never not be around stuff like this. It might not be 24, seven, 365, but I will stay close to these conversations because they push me out of my comfort zone and they stretch me and they show me what's possible. Like you said, right in the beginning, they give me permission to like dream bigger, think bigger, create 
And like you, you have a new business bestie, just like I have a new business bestie that I'm creating something with. And we would have never met these other women at the level we did where we almost felt like instantly, like we could trust them because they invested, we invested. And it was like, okay, you're ready to play. Yeah. I'm ready to play. Okay. Let's go. And it's like, so magical. And what you, and so Andrea had met this girl, Corey, that we know in, in our, one of our past groups. And these two women are very smart, very similar, but different in ways that they deliver information and just like the resources that they both have. And they've collaborated and created like this epic, well, they do a couple different things, but like, you can tell us about it, but like ways to help people grow their business, get clarity, find focus and like do the fucking things that you want to do. Like they're, they're the like tough love, get shit done. But like, they're over here, like you got this go girl, go, but here's the roadmap too. <laughs> like you like need all of that. And it's so, it's so not fun to do shit on your own. I feel like I thought I had to do it by myself for the longest time. And I was really stuck. My mom always said, if you want something done right, do it yourself. Like I didn't have the mom that says money doesn't grow on trees. She, she said money does grow on trees, but she was more like, if you want it done right, do it yourself. So delegating, asking for help, figuring things out. I always just made myself do it myself. And then I would feel so like prideful and proud that nobody helped me. And I was like, how fucked up is that? Like, had I just been more open and willing to just be like, Hey, I don't know how to do this, but I want to do it. Can somebody show me? Oh, it'll cost you this. Okay. Like show me the way because when you pay yeah. you go so much faster, you go so much faster. And until I was like in my late thirties, I did not realize that. Mm-hmm. It's funny that you say that. Cause we just, uh, so Corey and I just finished up like a little round of 2022 planning with people. And we have a, we have a free community where we do some of the trainings and one of the women who, you know, comes to the call all the time. We did, you know, the free training, she came, she did the, you know, she watched whatever. And then on, then she decided to invest and do our intensive. And she was like, you know, you guys covered some of this stuff in the free training, but she was like, I didn't do anything with it. Like I didn't do anything until I actually invested. And she was like, now it makes so much more sense to me. She was like, I could have never, you know, done this on my own because it's just not what she's used to doing. Right. And so everything is Googleable. You know, we aren't <laughs> reinventing this like crazy, you know, methodology that no one knows about, but it's the way that we're delivering things. It's the support, it's the accountability, it's making it really simple, you know, simple little steps to get you there. Not anything crazy or complicated (laughs) makes a big difference. makes a huge difference. And like, that's why, you know, Laren and I have collaborated and we're creating this membership just for the beauty industry, because we want to create something just like you and Corey are doing, but for our community only. So mm-hmm. unfortunately you guys, if you're not in the beauty industry, you cannot join our membership. I don't think, I think we've made that. So Andrea and Corey's would be legit where you need you to can join ours <laughs> you can join because really that's for anybody who's wanting to create just about anything, you know, um, And that's when I started this podcast, I felt like I had to fit in this box of like only talking to people in my industry. And I quickly realized like, if I only do the same thing, talking to the same people with the same sort of kind of mindset, I'm not going to be able to help people at the level I know I can now by bringing people in like you and other people who just have such a vast, you know, a network, but be your experience. Like you've come from somewhere else, you've pivoted into what you're doing now and you're creating a path for other people to like see their vision and dreams come true too. And I think there's literally nothing more powerful than 
you know, being in community and you just have to find the right people to do the work with. It's like your mom can tell you all the same things, but then one stranger that you admire, you know, tells you the same exact thing. And you're like, oh my God, that's such a genius. It's just like, so, like the lady, she, she did the free class, didn't do the thing and then paid for it. And there she was. And yeah, we, yeah. we see that in the mastermind too. Um, I think right now we're running with like 140 people and the amount of people that even show up in the Facebook group, which you paid to be there, you paid to ask mm-hmm. questions and participate. And we have what, like 30 to 40 people that show up in there like fairly consistently. And mm-hmm. it's wild to me. And, and, and same with when Lori used to run her big events, like people would even pay to go to the events and get in their own way. And I think they have show like 18, up. it was like an 18%, was it attrition that we call like where like they just wouldn't show up because they got nervous. They didn't feel like they had anything to offer. They were scared or they weren't even asking for their money back. They just didn't show up. Right. 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 Yeah. And it's, you know, it's so, it's so interesting. And when you, when you think about business, like the stuff that you and Laren are doing and the stuff, you know, Corey and I are doing, you know, there's so many different facets that go into a successful business and typically people fall into one category or another, right? You're the perfect example of a visionary and a creative. That is not who I am, right? I'm more of like the, the strategy, the execution, you know, the integrator, but you really, in order to have a successful business need to be able to have both. It doesn't mean that you yourself as one person needs to have both, but you need to be able to have that compliment or be able to have that support. And so that was one of the other things that we really started to realize and understand is that, you know, there was so much talk about, oh, I just manifested this, you know, six or seven figure business. You know, I woke up one morning and I just had $50,000 in my account. Like that shit doesn't happen, right? People are not being honest about the actual like doing that needs to happen so that you can be. And so we really came at it from that vantage point too, that, you know, you really need to have both. You don't have to be both, but you need both in order to have a successful business. And so there's seasons that you can plan to do and allow you to be. And, you know, that's one of the things in the beauty industry too, right? Like people have all these grandiose ideas, but they don't have an execution action plan, you know? So then they just stay as ideas or there's people who are like me and they're just really good at all the execution, but you know, the new ideas don't, you know, come to mind all of the time, you know? So being able to kind of have that, you know, the compliment, so to speak is super, super helpful. Super helpful. And like, even as you're saying that I'm like 20 years is a long time. And I've been a part of a couple salons, salons, closing coaching in salon spaces, watching how people do things. And majority of the owners are all creatives. They were not business savvy first. They did not go to business school. They were a hairdresser somewhere who evolved into thinking it's time. I want to open my own space. I want to do things my way. I want to create culture my own way. And while that's all great, if you don't know how to be profitable, if you don't know how to pay attention to budgeting, time management, leading, managing people, like all of the things, it's very simple when you break it down to how Andrea is talking about with the strategy and like, this is how we do it. This is what needs to get done. It's not an emotional thing. Um, Mm -hmm. Business shouldn't be super emotional. Like you can make decisions from a a place of emotion, but like not in the sense of like the the bigger ones. I mean, you really probably shouldn't make any decisions based out of emotion, but (laughs) don't don't take my advice. Um, I'm just like literally thinking of like, I had a mentor who 
I don't know if he listens to the show, he's been on the show before. And he was such a giver and such a, um, an ideas person. And we opened the salon, you know, because we left this place and then uh, with a partner he did. And then a year later, they didn't like how each other was running the business. So she left, opened her own salon and he was around for probably two more years. But in that he opened this coffee shop downstairs and then he opened this little thing. And like, everything was just like hodgepodge together because he was like, wouldn't it be cool if we had a little spa too? And wouldn't it be cool if we had this coffee shop? And I was like, even at 23 years old, I was like, I think you should get one thing working properly first before you like add on to other things. Like we still need this here, this, then like you're diversifying. I'm like, I don't feel like this is going to work. And like those lessons I learned watching all of that happen, like Mm -hmm. you have the biggest heart and the biggest vision, but if you don't have strategy and if you don't have like things in place to support it, like he should have been able to go through his PL profit and loss statement. Can I afford Uh the second business? Nope. But upon get to this place, now I can do it. But yeah. when you don't have like the, the person thinking for you and telling you like, you know, no, you can't, it's not, you can never do it. It's literally, you cannot right now. Correct. Correct. So, you know, I find that a lot of us creatives and idea people, um, don't go very far unless we have someone like you on the team in our back pocket or as like literally a partner in the business, because it's just, <laughs> it's too much. And I think a lot of us get overwhelmed and, um, I'm just going to say it. A lot of us are unorganized when it comes to all of the things. Uh, and, and that's okay. It's okay to be like that. As long as you have somebody who catches all of that stuff for you. Yeah. You don't know what you don't know. And as a, as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, you are not responsible for knowing and doing and being an expert at all of the things, but you are responsible for actually being responsible. And if you can't check those boxes that are non-negotiable, you need to find someone or something to be able to check those boxes for you. Totally. Okay. So what would you say you are most proud of, like in your coaching, like with clients or just with yourself in, in the space that you're in now? Um, you know, I get, I get so much gratification from working with, you know, different business owners to really help them streamline and grow their business. You know, I, I think of a handful of people that I've worked with this year who, you know, came to me, we started working together and, you know, they've kind of surpassed their wish in terms of income goal or adding products to their product suite or being able to work less or step away from, you know, something that they weren't feeling super aligned with and just being able to know that I was a piece of that and, you know, to see them continue on having, you know, success and continued growth is just so cool. So cool. It's like, it's like you're on the team, but like, you're always cheering for people to do better and bigger. It's so fulfilling. Mm -hmm. And I think that was one of the things when I was thinking about leaving the beauty industry was like, how am I going to get the same fulfillment of people being so happy every time they leave after getting Mm -hmm. there? It's so light. And like, I want that same like return on my time investment when Uh whatever else I do. So I love, I love that. And what about personally, like, as far as like, what are you most proud of in the last like year or two years? Like, I know you've gone through a lot of change personally, and I think watching you grow and like evolve in that space has been really cool. Cause we kind of, yeah, Yeah, I think, um, I think the permission, right. That I've given myself to just, you know, kind of do and be, and a lot of times it's, uh, it hasn't been super traditional and whatever else, but it's been such a, it's been such a freeing experience 
you know, that I feel like has really allowed me to grow and expand and meet amazing humans and, you know, do it in a way that feels super authentic. That's awesome. I love that. Okay. Do you have any amazing advice that you've been given over the years? That's just, Mm. yes. Uh, ask for help. Even like, if you don't think that you need it, ask, ask before you need it. Even if you're just like, you know, can I get your opinion about this? You know, I used to not ask for help because I felt like it was, I was, I kind of felt like I was taught that it was a sign of weakness, but really it's just stupidity. (laughs) You know, I could have saved myself a lot of time and um, money if I would have been more comfortable asking for help. So that would be first and first and foremost. That's a good pay it forward one too. Like just ask for help. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I also was raised by a mother who had to be my dad too. And so I saw a lot of like, not only to get it done yourself, but just like, don't ask for help. It is like almost a sign of weakness. Like, you know, and that's terrible. It's such a, it's stupidity. <laughs> I agree. I was like, sorry, mom. But like, you know, the generations before they didn't, they didn't know it was like, that's what you did. But now it's so much more acceptable to like, say you're struggling or say that you don't know, or like admit Mm -hmm. someone else is smarter than you. Like that was always a hard one for me too. And now I'm like, I have, no, I'm, if you know something, I don't know. Um, tell me, tell me all the things. Yes. Yes, exactly. Why is it so important for you though, to like pull back the curtain and just show people the way to like an easier path to create their business. Like, I feel like, I feel like this role that you're in is meant for you, but I also feel like there's so much passion behind, you know, what you're doing. Does that come from somewhere? Yeah. I mean, I feel like, you know, in my younger years, I had to learn some really hard, expensive lessons. And so I almost feel like it's my responsibility, even though I know I'm not responsible for anyone else, I feel like it's my responsibility to, to share and to show that it can be really simple. It doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be hard. It doesn't have to be super complicated, you know, especially depending on where you, where you are in business, right? Um, like just going through another scenario that one of the women went through, you know, she, her, her goal was, her goal in 2022 was to get to hundred K right. And so in her business and for her, based on her product suite and what she has going, you know, we broke it down and it's really five or six clients that she needs to have a month, which is so, so doable, you know, very attainable, but she had no idea that it was so attainable until we went through all the steps and she was like, Oh my gosh. So it's kind of like the fear that she had of, can I do this? You know, I left my job. Am I going to be successful? It was just like, oh my gosh, this is so doable. Like I can't like, you know, and then it's excitement for, I can't wait to do this. And it's like, yeah, it's like, it's not that, it's not that hard. (laughs) Because what are we so good at complicating everything? Mm -hmm. Especially if you're a woman, I feel like women, we just like, unfortunately have so many more brain cells that we overthink. (laughs) (laughs) Totally. Money a day by thinking and playing these loops in our head of like what's going on when really it's probably not. And I'm like, mm-hmm. the analogy when people are like, what's your, like, what goes on? I'm like, have you ever seen the inside of a girl's bag? Like that's, that's what's like inside my brain when you're digging around, trying to find your chaps and your keys and you got seven lip glosses and like six hand sanitizer sanitizers now. And I'm like, that's what I'm here. And then 
they're like, I put everything that's in a box. That's in that box. That's in that box. I'm like, how do I get that box in here? Like where I just put things like in underwear. That's what my bag looks like a little organized box. That's so unfair. You got you to teach a class on just that, like how to organize your brain. Yes. Yes. I will. Yeah, definitely. For creatives. Yeah. That's, that would be something I would buy. I would definitely buy. Yeah. So I love it. what have you seen the most like success with, with people being in community with each other? Like the way that we met, the way that you and Corey met, like, what do you, like, how can we articulate to people the importance of community? I feel like one of the biggest things is depending on where you are in your business and where you are on your journey, you, you don't know what questions to ask if you don't know. And so collaboration and community, just being in a space where you hear the questions that other people ask, you hear the things that they are going through. It just gives you so much more um, information and it allows you to like have experiences without actually having the experience, you know? So again, it's kind of like that collapsing time again, because at some point you will have those questions and, you know, it's not about learning everything. Right. But a lot of times specific things are relative to other people, despite not being at the same place in business. And so that's one of the things that I feel like is really valuable. That is so true. I mean, and we were just creating videos for the membership and that is literally one of the things that we talked about because I feel like people for whatever reason create stories that they're not ready to like be a part of something or like, you know, I hear all the time in Fast Foundations, like people are like, I don't feel like I have any value to add to this group. Everybody's smarter than me. Everybody knows what all of these words mean and all of these things. And I'm like, yeah, but at one point they didn't, they were you. A lot of them exactly. No, they were you. I was you five minutes ago. Like, And I I think that's one of the cool things and why, you know, me being able to step into that space too is powerful because they see like, she's only a few steps ahead of me and like Mm -hmm. that people, the permission to like try and do the next thing. And it's like the best advice I can always give is just keep showing up and being consistent. And it's usually people who say, I just woke up with this business or I just manifested 50 grand. They forgot to mention that they've been on Instagram every single day. TikToks and reels. And all of a sudden one went viral and now 50,000 people bought their product. Like that's exactly why I manifested this. Like exactly. We don't see all the freaking hard work that goes into, you know, what the, the, the really successful people that we see making the money that we're like aspiring to make too. So have faith that like wherever you're at, someone can help you and, you know, being consistent but if you guys have big goals for 2022, I cannot speak more highly for Andrea and Corey's program. You guys, if you want to jump in, if you want to get someone to like get you a ton of clarity by asking all the right questions, reach out to these girls. They're, they're, they're just DMs are always open. I can I say that? Um, yeah. yeah. An email, shoot them a message. Um, and they're doing free trainings all the time. They have a community. You can jump in and just kind of listen. If you're not sure if, you're even ready for the next thing they can help you and just be there to support you. And plus they're really cool chicks. So you should hang out with them. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I think it's, you know, that's one of the biggest pieces too, right. You know, being able to give back. And that's a big reason that we, you know, started doing the Wednesday calls. It's a big reason we started, you know, the free community just so that people had a place that they felt supported without, you know, any strings attached. (laughs) Totally. I love that. I love that so, so much. Um, okay. So where can people follow you? You're on IG all the time. I see you on there. 
I am. I am. Um, Andrea underscore wise underscore is where you can find me. It's where I hang out most. And then, um, yeah. And then, you know, in our Facebook community, that's the other, that's the other place. So yeah. You guys can also text her at 312-487-2554. I will put all this stuff in the show notes, but if you guys want to get strategy tips or if you want to get any kind of insight, like you can connect so many different ways. Um, so yeah, do yourself a favor, follow these girls, follow Andrea. And can we leave the beauty community with any sort of like, you know, it's a beauty inspires beauty. So I'm always talking about like being more of you. And you touched on that a little bit earlier with where the space you're in now, but you've got any wise words for the, for the industry over here. Yeah, I think, you know, we touched upon it a little bit earlier, but a lot of times people in the beauty industry feel like they need to keep their clients and, you know, it's more about competition, but I definitely would say that collaboration is where it's at. So the community that you and Lauren are building is going to be an awesome place for people to meet other like-minded people, you know, and you never know what can potentially come out of, you know, meeting another person or being in a community like that. It really just opens a lot of doors for possibility, not necessarily, you know, closes doors. Um, and I just, you know, it's, it's so nice to be in a situation where you can collaborate and be around like-minded people. It's way more growth oriented. Way more. And I, I, I couldn't agree more. So, okay. Oh my God. Thank you so much for being on today. We're going to connect more. Um, but you guys follow her, And as always, you know, stay inspired, stay doing the work, stay consistent, whatever it is you guys are up to. I'm sending you guys so much love and I will see you on the next one.